I'm Daisy Ray. Welcome to the Talk Poetry to Me podcast. This is the podcast that highlights and amplifies local spoken word artists and poets from around the East Midlands. And today I'm talking to spoken word poet and author of Midnight Muses, a debut poetry collection offering solace in the silence and insight into a fellow mind. Welcome to the show, Dempsey Grinion. Hello. Lovely to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. So let's start then by focusing on all about you. Let's talk about your journey, specifically the beginning of your writing and performing journey. How did you find your way into the world of poetry and spoken word? Well, it was kind of a a dual-edged sword in that respect. So I was writing plenty before that, not not exclusively poetry, but that's something that I'd considered it was mainly stories method you know that kind of methodology of escapism yeah um so then in in college i was introduced to emeka or true colors sorry as his stage name is who, who got us to do a workshop which it seemed to help transition my style of writing into poetry and then yeah. from there it's just been second nature in that respect it's not been able to stop so it really sparked something in you then. Yeah. How long ago was that? Um, this would be 2021. Okay. Like this kind of time, yeah. 2021. So a good couple of years now then. Yeah, it's been, it's quite mad actually. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, it would be nice to, to start writing like my stories again without rhyming every other sentence, but... Hey-ho, you, you win some, you lose some. Okay, well, that's fair comment. <laughs> Let's have you read something that you've written then and let the listeners have a little bit of flavour into your work and what you do. Right, so I will find something out of my book. Thank you. You know, I'll start off with the first piece in the book. Fireflies. Fire that flies. It's bogging me like an ember in the skies, burning glares like sunrise, it gets me heated. With my vision it pries, rent free in my head it lies. Like the world, plagued by the dusk of night, then stricken with a blinding light. A firefight, on between umber and ember, as the sky sets on fire. Heated cold days like the fugitive thoughts I remember. Kindling to the kin acting something hellish in veins dwindling genetics. They remember. But there's beauty that lies within the glow of fireflies. The ties of radiating glow like radiation embezzling fallout to snow. Ties of radiating glow that attract moth mentality from head to toe. <laughs> Attention seekers. No. Wait, don't you know? Because they do. Know how to grow clutches around the light amidst the blight. If you can grasp the situation, that's blatantly not right. There's might amidst mannerisms with sour spots of spite, but those are feelings earned. Right? You see, that's completely left from right in the sources I speak at. Seekers smite. Lights that monger the skies would be smaller than mice, better still, more minuscule than lice. 
In those jaded eyes, I can see a light that burns with passion like fireflies. For the longest time, reflection is what I despised, but with the reprise of my own words staring me down, it was impossible for my face to retain a frown. And that's it. Thank you. What inspired that? Um, I don't actually know, to be fair. I could not tell you. It just popped into your head and it went with it. Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm, I call a lot of my work the method, like my methods of madness, because again, you've got to have your own sort of madness to get it all, get it all out on page and sort of put yourself on display, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I love your phrasing, and I like the way you actually read it as well. You perform it really well. Oh, I choked up a few times there, and I'm quite annoyed about it. But anyway, it's what it is. Tell us what you're doing now. So you're still performing? Have you got plans to publish a second collection? Oh, okay. So currently I'm in university. So yeah. my performance was consistent. Now it's, I've missed a few months. Yeah. I am planning on, I'm currently working on a book for next year called Fractured Faces, which I've naughtily already performed the headline, like the headline piece almost which I'm hoping people won't remember. But yeah, um, I've already published, I say published, I've already done a post on social media yeah. um, kind of referencing the, the introduction of the book. So that's already there. Sowing the seeds then. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I learned from last, like from this time, it was a case of I was very excited to get it down. Yeah. So I got it all down, got it all sorted. But by the time I did, I published it earlier than I needed to, more than I said I would. Yeah. So then that kind of sudden shock I thought could have played well. And in parts it did, in parts it didn't. So I'm just going to try stuff and see how it goes, really. Oh, yeah. That's life, isn't it? Trial and error. Oh, yeah. True that. (laughs) I mean, there was um, a bit of formatting issue as well with my book. Microsoft Word did not like it. So there's been a few typos, which... We're partly down to me, but we're yeah. also partly down to ch- changing it, which I won't please the bar. It is really hard to edit and proofread your own words because you wrote them and you know what they say in your mind. It's hard to then scan the the page to spot the mistakes because you're still reading what you meant. That is a fair point. I think we need to hear more from you performance-wise. Are you happy to read another one? Okay, here's my favourite piece. It's called The King Stilts on Bristle Stilts. And I say it's my favourite because how I mentioned earlier with my sort of escapism of writing. Yeah. So this is probably the piece I've been stuck on writer's block for the longest time ever. Oh, wow. Um, And I've kind of adapted the story into different parts of poetry. So this is technically one out of a few parts of poetry, but it's the best part. And what was it called? Kingdom Built on Brittle Stilts. Over to you. I was seamlessly perplexed. Now, to give a little context, my thoughts and feelings. Or they'd conned my cerebral cortex now, pulling on strings that conjured pity. Only to realise, once more, in my clarity, that nothing in this darkness 
as they were left me feeling so empty. Sorrowful. Bridled with anger and frustration of plenty. But the next thing you know, I'm stricken with fear. Every second feeling like another century. See, at that moment, my mind, well, it was a cemetery. I mean, surely my vision wasn't seen clear in symmetry and maybe, just maybe. That's whatever illusions were left to be presented to me. You see, my thoughts had refracted at the hands of a reflection that acted. One that had gallivanted with my emotions, then stole my soul by segregating my emotions. I, well, I was seamlessly perplexed. I couldn't quell the thoughts that befell that distorts this hell. But such a hellish sight left my heart racing in moments of fight or flight. For the longest time, my lips clasped shut, but, but, why must I keep them shut? You see, I was blind, blinded by unbinding reason, blinded by binding fearful thoughts of violent treason to a traitor, tapered behind the taunting reason, watching me endure this anguish and torture. Outcast by reasons I only saw was treason. You see, bloodied was my vision and seeing red was in my current inhibition. So with these ghostly, leading fingers of mine, the imposter was ripped from beyond the reflective line. Our union had dissolved, but at the cost of reasons not yet absolved. Have I been controlled? My desires, they've been steamrolled and my words are continuing to slur, to dissolve. Next thing I knew, my consciousness had begun to be the last thing I could control. That was it. Thank you. I love the line, my mind, it was a cemetery. Doesn't that conjure up all kinds of weird and wonderful things? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Again, I just like the piece because it's it's very full of energy and it's it's just it's a multitude of aspects that I can't seem to replicate wholeheartedly in some of my newer pieces and it's quite frustrating. Yeah. But yeah. Explain my mind it was a cemetery. It's like your thoughts are dying. That's what it made me feel when when you read that particular line. It was like my thoughts are dying inside my own mind. I like that. So that's quite an interesting take on it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of actually. So, without spoiling the entire lot, the story that it's based off of, it takes the the theme of this entity that's woken up in a void-like construct, in a void-like world, but it's anchored to this reflective surface, this mirror. Yeah. And he's been wandering for potentially eternity. He doesn't even know. Counting via his only means, his breathing, his, his blinks of his eyes. It's useless after a while. So he's just, he's wallowing in his own despair. He's getting himself frustrated. And then he's sort of come back to his mirror on one, just one instance. And it's someone he's not even recognized. He was convinced he looked something else, but he didn't. He saw this person, which to him was a stranger. Yeah. 
and sort of your take on it, it, it would make a lot more sense. So it, it's a good sort of inter interlocking sort of part to it. Yeah. But yeah, and then it's the whole internal sort of clashing between this reflection, what what he sees now, or what he's convinced he's not. When people read your poems, would you prefer them to take away their own thoughts and feelings about the words that you've written or would you like them to understand what was inside you when you wrote it which way round does that work for you hmm. i would say it would be a bit of both but it would be initially the initial take of what they thought it was that that initial perception yeah and then come to me about it and say oh okay that's pretty interesting like like this sort of conversation that we've had now uh-huh Ideally, it would be something like this where, you know, yeah. you said, like, you know, your thoughts down inside of you. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I really do like that, though. I'm, I'm quite, I don't know, I've not thought of that before. <laughs> You've got my mind working. You have that kind of mind, though, don't you? I mean, poets, I find, seem to pick up on all kinds of things around them on a daily basis. And be inspired by all kinds of little things. Oh yeah, without a doubt. It's almost like a, an intro, in like an introvert sort of perspective. Because mm. from what I've seen, introverts are quite exhausted because they they take on every single aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you class yourself as an introvert? Oh no. I mean, well, partly and partly not. You know what I mean? Like I can shut myself off if I want to. I can open myself up if I want to. Yeah. Or at least I hope to find that's the same with everyone. Mm. People are different in how they sort of handle certain things. So I guess that may may affect them. But at least I come to find that everyone's at least a bit of both. Yeah, okay. Good answer. Good answer. I was being interrogated there. Got this light shining on you. <laughs> exactly. I actually do. I'm not even joking. Because I'm in, uh, I'm in uni accommodation. Um, and just where the lights are positioned, I've got one on my desk, which which my phone's on at the minute. It's uh, it's quite blinding, all isn't it? So that's where you are right now at uni. Yeah, indeed. I'm surprised it's so quiet then. It's uh, it's only Saturday, isn't it? People are going to be hungover. <laughs> that's a very honest answer. Oh, you could have had freshers' week all my days. It was so loud. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, keep my back in like two o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah, it's like oh nice. Rather you than me. <laughs> my uni days were a long, long time ago. So let's get back to the poetry then. Let's have another reading from you, if you will. Yeah. Uh, also to add, so the, the previous one I read is also in my, my last book, Midnight Muses, to clarify. In case anyone that listens may be interested. Spooky, shameless plug. It's fine. Good stuff. I'm going to read you something that I've not fully publicised yet. Okay. On social media, I post parts of my poetry to kind of keep you in suspense about what the rest of it's going to be. So you don't publish your full poem? Um, I do every now and again, but typically I'll, I'll publish snippets of pieces if that makes sense interesting i've not seen anyone else do that 
it might be a handicap because they can't fully get into get in with it. But in the same respect as that, I typically end up performing these pieces as well. Well, if it's in your book, at least they've got somewhere to go and find the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I'll read you this one actually. It's called Entropy, Lucid Entry. My brain's in a lucid state of an intrusive state of mind. It was a rate of state of thought that paced in the past. Or so I thought. Time and time again I thought back against the intrusion of these thoughts that drag their problems and stain it within the floor of my mind. Provided my eyes are the windows and doors, more and more, I want more. But why? Lest I decry this hunger furthermore, that joy seldom come without this bore. Pig-headed. That's how I would stand in my state of boredom until I once again open up the door, the windows, hell, even the roof. Eventually. Day in and day out, I drag in the roots of the boots I wear. Bared with the sedimentary, I'm digging myself a hole to call home for a longer time. Century atop century, or so I borrowed a bore witness to. This self I saw was through the same lens we see through. He just forgave and what I had forgotten. Forgetting the vital point absent to manifest in his life. You strive as a driving factor to boot open the door and say, Hello world, you pig-headed beauty, you, I want more. In life, minus the wars of uncivilized civil conflicts. In my mind, they strived, waging war amidst self because I bore witness to a war of one-sided deterioration within my enemy's health. But to consider the past, an enemy would imply that said enemy isn't already dead to me. They still uses their grasp to gas and grasp the air from me. I don't even remember what I was saying. All this entropy has me in a lucid state. This may as well be a lucid entry. And that is it. Thank you. I am sometimes amazed at the way your mind works with you being as young as you are. I think you're probably the youngest poet I've talked to at this point. Thank you, I guess. (laughs) There's a maturity beyond your years in there. I've come to find that I cannot really associate or I cannot enjoy a conversation with people my own age because I can't hold one, if that makes sense. That's kind of a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Just a number of factors in, in my life in general, to be fair. Yeah. I've grown up a lot sooner than I maybe had to. So it's just a case of being the way I'm now. I may physically be 18, nearly 19. I feel about half that, about double that age some days, I'll tell you. Going to age at times. I'm, I'm trying to make light of it. It's it's very flat, obviously, mentally, but obviously, sometimes physically. Yeah. God, I'm digging myself over there. 
Let's talk about what's coming up for you then. What What's the future hold for Dempsey Grinion? The future holds, um, so, I, well, I said I was in university, so I'm currently not studying anything related to English or writing, as, as, as much of a shocker as that may be. I'm studying civil engineering. Okay. So for the next four years, I'll be doing that. And then I'll be following that over my master's in structural engineering. Yeah. For the two years after that, or up to two years, let's say. During that time, I will also be performing quite extensively as and where I can. Obviously, next year, I've got Fractured Faces coming out. The, the piece I just read, actually, will be in that. I'm, I'm just literally looking at the list of pieces I've got going in it. So, yeah. Uh, and what else would be that? I don't know, to be fair. Well, I think that's quite a lot to be going on with, Debsy. Well, that's not too much. I've got loads coming in at all, all the same time, and it's, it's, it, keep, it keeps you going, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yeah. It is good to be busy. I do appreciate that sentiment, at least. How do you juggle between studying for something so technical and writing poetry? Do they complement each other? I don't actually know, you know. Like, poetry at the minute has been on the back burner, which is something I didn't think I would be saying. Because obviously, as I mentioned earlier, it's just been a case of for the last however long it's been since I've been performing or since I was introduced to it, it's all I can do. It's like, it's my second nature for writing. Yeah. But in the technical sense, they would counteract each other. Obviously, with what I'm studying being mathematics. Mm heavy and then obviously this being like English and literature sort of based they would however I've come to find that they can complement each other when I can incorporate the elements of what my course is into yeah. the poetry aspects like I'm not even joking I did a piece the other day actually and I thought you know what that's one of the best piece in ages but it's, <laughs> it's so I say it's term heavy, it's not necessarily term heavy, but because of what certain terms are in what I'm learning. Yeah. It, it flips off of them a lot, so it would require context, which in a sense wouldn't make it a good piece, but oh well, it's a good piece. Works for you though. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, besides that, I've kind of not even answered the question. Jesus. <laughs> You kind of have, you kind of have, don't worry. <laughs> right, so um, as part of the Talk Poetry To Me podcast tradition, I would love to ask you to suggest a poet that you think our listeners would absolutely love to hear about. You see, it's difficult because you've had quite a lot of people on here that, I've, that I, uh, like, I don't know, that I think are quite amazing in this space. Like you've had Chris Oliver on already, so I can't suggest him. But Tanvir on, can't suggest him. You've not had true colours on you, have you? Or have you? No. No. I would suggest him then, because I can't let Tanvir have all the credit for recommending him. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, he is an amazing poet. And to be fair, wouldn't have helped me get to doing this. I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of what I currently do without the form of expressing. Oh, and just the confidence of public speaking, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah, it is. Getting stuff yeah. off your chest in that respect. 
But yeah, true colours, I would say get him on here because, yeah, I didn't, I didn't say any more. Thank you so much. One for everyone to look into if they haven't read them already. And that brings us to the end of our enlightening conversation. But before I let you go, now we've gotten to know you a little bit, tell us where we can find you online so we can continue to follow your journey. Oh, okay. So Amazon book is Midnight Muses. Um, social media, so Instagram is primarily what I use. And let me just check what my username is. Uh, yeah, so my username on that is 20 underscore Altis, which is O-U-T-Y-S underscore 20. Okay. There is a piece for why I'm called that, or why I've called myself that, but that's never seen the light of day anytime soon. Fair enough. So you're on Instagram, you've got your book out on Amazon. So thank you for joining us today Dempsey it's been an absolute joy talking to you and it's been such an honour to listen to your pieces today and your inspiring words thank you very much for that you are welcome and thank you for listening to this episode of Talk Poetry to Me be sure to check out Dempsey online and join us again for more poetic conversations that inspire and until next time take care of each other thank you so much Dempsey Grinion All that's left for me to say before I leave is thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to ask you to share it with your friends and family and anyone whose heart and mind loves the power of the spoken word. Let's build our community of poetic souls together. Join us on Twitter at talkpoetry underscore to me. You can also email me at talkpoetrytome at gmail.com. I've been Daisy Ray, and until we meet again, take care of each other. Hi, I'm April Berry. Have you listened to Bear Books podcast yet? If not, why not? We interview indie authors showcasing their novels, plus we read the best flash fiction stories written by you. You can find us on social media at Bear Books Podcast. Come on and join the family.